You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. A couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Suncorp supporting Queenslanders. That's the Suncorp spirit. Yeah, it is a nervous time of the week for many fans of footy and motor racing and uh, even for Scott Sattler, whose microphone fell apart <laughs> the moment he touched it just before we went on the air. How are you, Sats? Oh, I'm really well. You are, right, Badge, it's a nerve-wracking time for fans, but also a nerve-wracking time for microphones for the really, athletes yeah. who are involved in some of the, the biggest games of their life. Yes. Um, grand final in rugby league and, and Bathurst, of course. His blood is low trying to take that through to a, a situation where the, the Wallabies can try and um, reclaim that as well. But rugby league... AFL prelim finals yeah, too. It, they're the hardest games to win, Badge, aren't they? The week before the grand final. Yeah, there's, well, they're, they're, they're difficult. They're, yeah. You know, um, it's... It, Sorts the wheat from the chaff, and uh, yeah, there'll be a couple of heartbroken uh, but groups of supporters and players uh, Friday night, Saturday night, no doubt at all. Hey, one of the players involved on Saturday night, uh, Junior Totola from the Rabbitohs, is going to join us soon. He's had a tremendous season, tremendous season. Twelve months ago, he was a, a young up and coming front rower who um, who had so much promise, but this year he's matured so much. Yeah, he's been so very, much, very yeah. good, hasn't he? Um, we'll give you our preview for uh, for the grand final qualifiers. Now, you want you want us to be the respective coaches. You, will we do that, or are we just going to talk about the games? Whatever you want. Um, well, I'll think about it as we get there. Yep. So you would be – you're a Penrith. You have to be Ivan. I'll be Cleary. Ivan, yeah. Talk really quietly. And, so um, I'd have to be – Give your instructions. One minute. Okay, so well, well, I'll be Craig Bellamy because you want to be sticky. Oh, I like to be Ricky's. Yeah, so I've got to drop right. the F-bomb every, yeah. every third word. <laughs> and I have to get the umbrella out. Um, what else is going on? Uh, the latest in NRL news, a bit of stuff going around. Oh, the Raiders aren't, uh, aren't happy. Ricky's not happy anyway because of uh, some drama with their travel tomorrow. We'll tell you about that pretty soon. We've got some, uh, a hot topic or two tonight. I did see this tossed up about uh, the halves combos. Ricky saying how... He wouldn't swap his mob for anyone. And then there's, uh, there's uh, been a, a bit of a, a look at all the four remaining halves combinations. Which, which one would you have? Or maybe there's another one in the competition that you'd, uh, you'd want um, for your team. Um, I'm talking with the listeners now, not just you, Scotty Sattler. Uh, you can call us one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, 1533 Or the text number sats is zero four double seven. Seven three six seven three six. Which one would you would you opt for? Straight off the top, mm. um, to look at all facets of the game when you're kicking, you're defending, you you what you offer when it comes to attack. I'm going to say uh, George Williams, Jack White. Oh, really? George Williams, such a good defender. Pair. I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, 
Yeah. Gee, I think you're just trying to throw us off the scent there. Don't I know how positive you are about your Panthers. And, uh, and Woogie, did we talk about this last night? Is this why I threw this on? Best hangover foods? Well, oh, I mentioned my wife, Vegemite on toast. Is that every... After a big night on the sauce. No, it's not every it's not every morning. No, I'm not she saying she drinks every game. night, but the next day after a big night on the yes. sauce, she's Vegemite. Vegemite, a cup of tea and my Vegemite on toast. My wife's the old bacon sandwich with with barbecue sauce dripping out Some the edges. Some people like something greasy, mm. don't they, the yep. next day mm. for, a, I'm, for a hangover. I'm a massive, like the biggest plate mm. of toast and about seven or eight Eggs into a scrambled eggs. Seven, really? Oh, it's just the biggest. You it's can it's eat. the biggest when plate. You crook, of how can you eat that much? I don't know. Red jelly, they reckon. Oh, don't, don't start. <laughs> Chris Nelson. What? So all we've got to do is mention jelly, and you imagine me vomiting when I look at jelly, and you just lose it. And this is where you ask me to to take over the show and tell you that Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland will give us an update also with the Caulfield Cup and of course the Everest. Which are leading into a big really, races, yeah. yes, yes, big period Sorry. of racing. I've recovered. I've recovered. Time now for a footy update. Sports day, sports update. I don't know what it is. Sats, just saw you dry reaching, now listen, looking at a picture of red jelly. I'm, t- I'm telling you, if you bring a plate of jelly, in, it doesn't have to be red jelly. If you, if you bring jelly in, honestly, I probably won't finish the show. Honestly, won't finish the show. That's how sick I get. Righto, let's move on. Okay, uh, Raiders, Raiders coach Ricky Stewart. Uh, he's revealed the club. The club requested to get into their hotel in Brisbane early tomorrow because they fly up on the day yep. of game and fly back. And this happens for all the clubs up and back and uh, around about on the day of the game. Um, they wanted to get in a bit early so that they could have a few hours downtime, I suppose. Um, it's been knocked back. By the Queensland government. Mm. What's what's the point of that? Yeah, I know. And, and Badge, you know what? Is it's nitpicking? Um, well, it's... Is Anastasia a Storm fan? <laughs> it does make it tough, doesn't it? When Especially when they're arriving in a plane, getting on a bus, they're not fraternising and socialising with anyone. They're going to the venue or a hotel. Mm. And now, what has happened during the year is teams that have had to travel interstate is they've been flying and going to the stadiums that they're playing at and the the home the home team, whether it's the Titans, the Cowboys, whatever it may be, or Stadiums Australia, whether it's Suncorp Stadium, Stadiums Queensland, I should say, they've provided an area where the players can, they organise a table, tennis table, there's areas where they set up little bunks where they can have a yep. bit of a sleep, uh, meal preparation, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's not the normal preparation, but this is a little bit different. Canberra want to be able to come up they want to be able to go to a hotel. They want to be able to have a couple of hours. If players want to have a couple of hours sleep or whatever it may be, mm. they're not going to be able to do that. It's going to be basically fly, get on the bus, go straight to Suncorp Stadium, hang around the stadium for a couple of years, a couple of a couple of years, couple of hours, feel like it. a couple of hours, and then play the game, get on the bus, go straight home. Now, they've done it all year, and many would say, why would you want to change that preparation? But there is so much at stake. You want to try and get the normal preparation that you've had year after year as close to down pat yeah. as possible. Yeah. Well, they're either going to be very angry when they run on the field, peeved about what's happened, yep. or they'll be yawning mm. as they get out there because they haven't been able to get their little afternoon kip in. You've just got to get over it, haven't you? Do, you do. You really, you do. You've just got yeah. to deal with it. And, and that would be the message to the players. Yep. 
Now, um, according to uh, Yvonne Sampson at Fox Sports, uh, Wayne Bennett's been telling a few porkies, uh, Pinocchio. Is that um, what she's called him? I think so, yeah. He's, he says he never had a deal with Phil Gould to coach the Panthers. This story's been around for a year or two that they had done a deal. Now, I think it came from – I thought it came from Phil Gould that he said – we had a deal, and then he went to the board. The board thought had only at the same, similar time had Dave O'Neill and the board of the of the uh, the Panthers had had a discussion about Ivan Cleary. Well, they both had Ivan a solution Cleary. without talking and, to each other. Well, yeah. Wayne has said no, it never happened. Didn't happen. I don't know. Maybe he's just. Well, what constitutes a, a deal, bit, badge? You get a bit forgetful. What constitutes a deal? I mean, was yeah, no. He says he didn't even talk to him. Was there figures even discussed? Was there a handshake, a discussion, uh, an agreement? Because if... I wouldn't think that Phil Gould would be able to go into deep discussion with another coach without the ratifi- without the board ratifying. He was real. He was he was the man at the yeah. Panthers. I know. He could do anything he wanted to. Yeah, really, but you've still he got was a... sacking coaches and hiring. Yeah, him. when you've got a bottom line that's got to be controlled by the board as well. You know, as, sure. as powerful as what he was. I, I would only figure, and this is just me uneducated, thinking that the only discussion that Phil Gould may have had with Wayne Bennett would be, would you be interested, if that's the case, can we take this to stage two? Let's go back to the board. The board goes, yes, let's go to stage two. Let's mm. talk about what this may look like. But in the meantime, Dave O'Neill had, for more reports, uh, bumped into Ivan Cleary on the Northern Beaches, asked him, would you ever come back? Ivan said, I'd think about it. So... Both heads got together and said, I've got Ivan. He says, I've got Wayne. Dave O'Neill believes that not one board member yep. was, was willing to support that cause. But the point is, Wayne saying it didn't even happen. Never happened. Never spoke to anyone about it. Mm. So maybe it's just another one of those smoke screens to take the focus off his players for the week so they maybe, can just or... talk about him, something like that. It'd but be interesting to see how, let's, again, what constitutes a, a formal discussion. Yeah. What's, is it just an off-the-cuff comment, whatever it may be? He, um, now, the Rabbitohs have fallen short the last couple of prelim finals, uh, haven't they? The, uh, the loss yep. to the Roosters a couple of years ago and to the Raiders last year. So uh, I guess you could say there's a bit of pressure on them in that regard, some of the players, but uh, there are plenty of new faces in the, uh, in the squad there. Oh, I see um, while we're on that, uh, Wayne Bennett has uh, got himself a nice lieutenant for the uh, Queensland side, Mal Meninga, is yeah. going to step in as his assistant. Do you know what? With Remember in 2001, Badge, when I think there was nine or ten debutantes? You were involved in that in that Origin series, weren't you, as a as a conditioner? Yep. Nine or ten debutantes. Assistant. assistant uh, on, you know, Alfie obviously and... came back in, in game three, but that first game, the likes of you know, Brad Myers and Chris Walker and um, – that Carl Webb, just to name a few, involved in that involved in that side and ended up winning that series, and I think it's going to be a little bit like that this year with for Queensland. There's going to be a, a fair few debutants, especially in the outside backs. There's going to be definitely a couple in the forwards with mm. you know, Tino Fasua, Malawawi, and Mo Mo Fata Fata Waker. Maybe, yeah. So uh, yeah, Harry Grant possibly. So to have Wayne first and foremost as as the head coach, it just simplifies the process and gets everyone's head ready. Then to have Mal, just the aura of Mal as well, just to be in and around the group. And Bad, you know better than most the, the effect that Mal has on a on a playing group. Mm. It's not about the coaching. It's about, isn't it? It's just about getting you prepared for battle. Yep. And, yeah, and who knows? I don't know what roles each of them will take, but I think it's a, it's a good move. Um, now, apparently there's um, – the, the Rugby League Players Association's top individual honour will be announced, uh, is that next Thursday or is it later tonight? 
On Thursday, might be tonight. Five players are, are in line for it. Nathan Cleary. Players champion, they call it, don't Players they? champion, yeah. Mm. Luke Keary, Josh Papali, James Tedesco, Roger Tuavasa, Sheck, the best performers. Oh, the only one who I'm surprised is not there is uh, Clint Gutherson. Thought he might be right up there. Had a good season, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, and again, this is an A point system like the Dally M, and Bad, you and I Dally M, uh, Dally M um, judges. Mm. This is judged by the players themselves, aren't they? Um, yeah. Many are starting to believe this is the, the premier the premier award to get amongst the playing group. Mm. Can you no? The Dally M's are on Monday night, actually. Can, can you see anyone beating Nathan Cleary? Uh, probably not. No. No, he's, he's, he's been outstanding and, and he's not losing points. He that. could. He did miss a couple of games because of the TikTok stuff, but he didn't, doesn't lost any points. He could points. Quite, quite possibly win it by the biggest margin. He could. He could. You know, they usually go through and they say, and round 20 points go to XYZ and mm. the winner of the Dally M is. It might be by round 17 they announce the winner. Could be. Right. We better get to our racing news sats. Uh, here is Chris Nelson. Now on Sports Day. Time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. G'day, Chris Nelson. How are you, mate? Very well, thanks, Jase. How are you going today? Good, good. Well, actually not good. Uh, uh, Badge has been absolutely giving it to me because we haven't spoken about alligator blood for 24 hours, mate. So, you know, it's his favourite horse. Have you got an update for us? Well, interesting you asked me that question because uh, Alligator Blood's regular jockey, Ryan Maloney, was on the, uh, the Patton Heels show uh, on SEN Track this morning and there was a very good interview. He spoke uh, about the horse and uh, what happened on Saturday, etc. Just starting off, he did say that uh, maybe the horse, or this is more David Van Dyke saying, he may not have come up as well as this prep. Last prep might have flattened him a little bit. But then Ryan went on to say that he, he went down... Uh, basically on the all fours at the start, which didn't help. He recovered okay, but then he was under a bit of pressure there in the straight. He just didn't think the horse was 100% right. He did pull up a little bit average behind, but he seems to have come good now. And three weeks for the Golden Eagle, and I think uh, according to the, um, uh, the vets, that three weeks for the Golden Eagle, he'll probably need that just to get back to his best. I'm sure he'll improve. He'll appreciate the 1,500 metres. So, yeah, a little bit of mixed news. On one hand, um, probably some excuses there next week. And on the other hand, maybe David Van Dyke's a little little concerned that that last prep may have flattened him. But I'll tell you one important thing there, Chase. The horse's price has really not moved, so the bookies aren't taking any risks with him for the Golden League. Yeah, OK, fair enough. And, mate, uh, Queensland horses who are featuring this weekend in the state, who have we got? Yeah, we've got three going around in uh, Sydney at Ramwick on the big day there, Everest State. Looks like Elvis Course goes around in race three, the Star Mile. I'm not trained by uh, Brian Davis in Brisbane at this stage. He's with Todd Austin, but I'm sure he will be when he gets back. And in race eight, the Craven Plate, we've got uh, our old favourite, the Candyman, going around. And, of course, that really good mare from the uh, Edmund Stable on the Gold Coast, Vanna Girl, will also go around in the Craven Plate. So some interest there on what is a, a massive day at Randwick on Saturday. All right, mate, for the latest Queensland racing news meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Have a great weekend, mate. You too. Thanks, Jase. Good stuff. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Before we go to the break, Sports Day's performance of the day for Giant Bicycles. We're still riding with you. Sats, Cam Smith, got up to a bit of mischief. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, and if the listeners you haven't seen this, go on Fox Sports' website and if you're on Twitter as well. He's actually filming... Uh, his coach, Craig Bellamy, 
on the ground trying to change a tyre of a car. Very funny. Have a listen. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> do you know what you're doing? Oh, really? Yeah, I do know. I'm real fucking had something to do with. <laughs> yes. That's not show either, is not it? Not happy, Billy. You know Billy, like I mean, yeah, it's not. That's just every fourth word is the f bomb. Well, it would have been, but something was obviously missing from the toolkit. It made me sick watching him jack. Oh, trying to put that jack under the car. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sports days, performance of the day. Thank you, Cam Smith, for Giant Bicycles. We're still riding with you. This is Sports Day for Suncorp and Kia. When we come back, Alastair Lynch, former Brisbane Lions star, will join us. We'll talk about the AFL prelim finals. Back soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Suncorp supporting Queenslanders. That's the Suncorp spirit. Massive, massive weekend of sport coming up. The uh, NRL finals, the uh, Bathurst, of course, but as well as that, the AFL preliminary finals or grand final qualifiers. Call them what you will. And you can catch it all on Fox Footy. Uh, actually, you can catch it on Channel 504 on Fox. One of their star commentators, former gun player Alastair Lynch, is joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Lynchy? Yeah, good, fellas. How are you? Great, great, great. How's the uh, the buzz cool. around well, around Brisbane, of course, because that's where all the all the big games are. Exciting stuff coming up this weekend. Well, it is. It's um, it's certainly it's been a big uh, three or four months around um, Queensland for AFL footy, and and uh, the fact that I'm chatting to you at this time of year means um, yeah, there's uh, something unusual going on. The AFL's. Uh, uh, on the tip of everyone's tongues, and the Brisbane Lions are going extremely well. So, no, it's, it's great for AFL supporters up here at the moment. And, um, yeah, the, with the Lions looking good, it's, uh, it's just compounded the, uh, the the media coverage that we're getting at the moment. Yeah, how, how do they... Well, they're, they're, they're favourites, I believe, to win the entire thing, but he's got a, a massive assignment against uh, Geelong on Saturday night. How do, how do they get over the top of them, Lynchy? I reckon the... Um, I mean, down to the final four. I think any any of the the four finalists can can win it from here. And I think Brisbane. I mean, they went out in straight sets last last year, but they're a much better side than uh, this time last year. And it's probably on the back of they're not reliant on just one or two goal kickers to kick big bags. So, um, the, probably the best footy that's been played uh, this year by any club has been Geelong, and they probably saved it for last week. And probably about six weeks ago, they were just in amazing form. Uh, so I think Brisbane, the, the number one thing, and if you watch last week's game, Geelong just controlled the ball. They they maintained possession. They had, I think they had 138 marks, which is an enormous amount. So I think what mm. Brisbane need to do is just got to keep the ball off them or not allow them to just control the tempo of the game and just keep possession. So I think that's the number one thing that Brisbane will really focus on. But I think their, their depth of talent through the forward line and the, and the midfield will put them in really good stead. 
Now, round six, uh, Lynchy, 27-point win, I think it was, to the Cats. Um, one of the best third quarters we've seen this year in the season. Was it fair to say that the, the midfield from the Lions, they really got bullied that day by the by the Cats? Yeah, I think, uh, as you say, that third quarter, I think it was seven goals to zip, and, yeah. and that was the difference in the, in the game, really. Um, but, yeah, they did, because um, Geelong... They're a big, powerful group, and, and even like you look at their their wingers, and you know one of their wingers is six foot five and a former decathlete, so they can just run all day. And their other midfielders are big, strong guys. So I think um, Brisbane have learned a lot from that game, and um, they've really competed well in in the really tight contests. And I think um, yeah, they'll be well and truly prepared for that. And you look the evolution of some of the young guys and. And Jared Berry, who must be in like about his fourth year now, he's he's six foot four mm. midfielder that can play as a key forward as well. And him spending more time in that uh, centre area, I think, will put him in great stead up against a big, powerful range alongside. He's very important, Harris Andrews. Will, will he play on Tommy Hawkins? No. Do you think? Yeah, I, I think so. I think um, yeah. I mean, they're very focused at going towards uh, Tommy Hawkins. We've seen. In recent weeks, um, Harris, when he was out of the side, um, or when he first came back, I mean, Ryan Lester went to um, Jack Rewalt from Richmond, which allowed Harris Andrews to play off on a lesser forward, and basically he just kept dropping in front of Jack Rewalt. But I think the, I mean, the Coleman medalist uh, for this year, uh, big uh, Tommy Hawkins, you know, that 110, 115 kilos and, and six foot five, I think it has to be the matchup. I mean, it's the best forward in the comp, arguably, up against the, the best defender. And I think that's a matchup they, they need to nullify. And, and Harris will do his uh, drop-off work and, and nullify other players as well. But you've got to stop Hawkins. He, he, he could be the, mm. one of the main differences in that forward line. Yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff when you start to think about all those matchups. And, of course, the, the game tomorrow night in Adelaide is, uh, is Port Adelaide up against uh, Richmond. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think Richmond, I mean, you've seen in uh, in your code as well, some of these extremely well-drilled teams that are just uh, have a great system and no matter what piece you put in the puzzle, they, they just roll it out. Whether it's an old guy or a young fellow, they just have this great system. And, and Richmond are just starting to show some signs of getting back to that elite level. So I think that's, it's going to be a huge game, that one. I think Port Adelaide in front of their home crowd, and it is a passionate crowd there in Adelaide and the fact that they've been on top of the ladder from from day one this season I think they deserve to go in in favourites and I think they'll they'll get a win I think they'll get a two or three goal win over um, Richmond in in what should be a a really hard fought and and fast game. Yeah it's exciting stuff Mm. isn't it and and of course then we've got the grand final happening uh, the week after so uh, wow. Hey Alice, I was wondering about around the Tigers. I mean, they take the most marks inside the 50 in the AFL. So what do Port Adelaide have to do? You're talking about how you know, they've only lost one game at home this year. So they're, you know, they're in a pretty good system when they, when they play at home. But how do they limit Lynch and, and Revolt? I think what happens with this um, almost it's a defensive system that um, uh, Richmond have, they they sort of almost blanket bomb you when you're trying to get the ball out of your defensive half. They'll have enormous numbers attacking you. And mm. that will normally, and we see it so often, you'll cough up a handball, turn the ball over, and then you're exposed at the other end of the ground. So that's where 
you know, someone like Cochin can pick up the ball from a turnover and hit an easy target inside 50. So I think that's what they do on the back of their enormous defensive pressure. But then we, we saw the difference between Richmond with Tom Lynch and, and without him. And the fact that he came back in last week, he only kicked two goals, five, but he was just this enormous presence that they knew you could go to with, on, with a heap of confidence, knowing you're not going to get outmarked. And then... Jack Rewald has a lesser player on him as well, so he can be a dangerous player, albeit he's been out of touch lately. But, uh, yeah, Tom Lynch, mm. like um, Tom Hawkins for Geelong, plays a pivotal role. Just to give you a midfield a heap of confidence, just to go and go quick. Yeah, well, a couple of enormous games coming up. It's great to get your thoughts on it. But then, as I just said, that the week after culminates in the grand final at the Gabba, which is, have you still got your head around that, how, how massive that's <laughs> going to be? Well, probably I, I should be asking you guys that question. Have you got your head around <laughs> the fact that there's... I love like, it. Because, the, yeah, Queensland has been the AFL hub for four months now. And, I mean, it's great for us. And, obviously, it's a rugby league state, and, and rightly so. But to have this attention... And it was probably similar to when the Brisbane Lions were go, getting up and going in the late 90s, early 2000s. I think Brisbane has a, a great, almost transient um, supporter base that are happy to go and watch the, the Bronx, or they always watch the Bronx, but um, go and watch the Reds if they're flying, go watch the Lions if they're up and going, or the Roar. And I think we've had some great support, and we've seen it again now. And I think that's been sort of compounded with the fact that uh, the Lions are playing well. So yeah, there's a lot of AFL footy up here, and to have the opportunity to have um, the Gabba home of the grand final um, is enormous. And, and what they've been able to do with the surface at the, at the Gabba has been incredible. I mean, they've had 30-plus games on there, and it is the best surface that I've seen at the Gabba in my time in Queensland, which, which is great. Is that the reason, because it's had so much footy on it, they've had to bring up grass from the MCG to, to put on the Gabba? I heard that. I actually not, yeah. I, I don't understand. Why <laughs> you do we? That. I heard, no, I've got no idea. And when, if you want to grow grass, I reckon Queensland's probably the spot yes. to be growing it yeah. in, front of, I... uh, in front of Melbourne. So I'm not sure what that is, whether it's a tokenistic thing to make sure that there's um, a square of grass to bounce the ball for the start of the game from the MCG. But um, no, I mean, the Gabba has been in, in great nick and realistically, um, Metricon Stadium stood up pretty well for, uh, I think, 40-plus games as well. So what the curators have been able to do at both venues has been incredible, really. We know what trouble Victorians have had with viruses. We'll wake up Saturday <laughs> and the Gabba will be full of lawn grub <laughs> oh, <laughs> next week right. from that that's dirty exactly MCG it. turf. Yeah, it'll be all on one side. It'll be all brown. So hopefully that's not the case. But um, Yeah, so I've got to investigate that because, yeah, I don't understand that at all. Hey, Lynchy, before we let you go, I'm really intrigued to know that uh, that day that you went bunter in the 2004 Grand Final, is your suspension still active? <laughs> I did an interview. I interviewed, actually, the head of the AFL a couple of years after that and said, look, I'm considering a comeback. Am I uh, allowed to play? And he said, well, actually, no. Suspension is still current, but he he was prepared to waive it at that time if I wanted to make a comeback. So yeah. I, I'm taking it as I've served it, and um, oh, I think I was a bit stiff anyway. I mean, you get ten weeks suspension for eight air swings and no damage done. I think that was and and as as we all do when we get to the end of our careers and we haven't got a job, 
and your last pay packet is, is a good one, but it's 15 grand and it goes all to the AFL for a fine. That's not yeah, good. And it doesn't go hurts. down well with the missus either. Uh, but it was worth it, wasn't it, Lynchy? No doubt it was worth oh, it. Oh, no. Right? Future. Future. <laughs> all right. I um, really appreciate your, uh, your thoughts, your inside knowledge on what's going to happen this weekend in the AFL, uh, Alistair Lynch. Uh, and, and you can get it all once again, Fox Footy, Channel 504. Good luck in the commentary. hope there are a couple of great games, mate. No, absolutely, and thanks uh, for the chat, and uh, well done on the show. Good work. Thanks, mate. Rightio, we better get to a break. Scotty Sattler, this is Sports Day for Kia and uh, for Suncorp supporting Queenslanders. That's the Suncorp spirit. Junior Totola from the South Sydney Rabbitohs is going to join us mm. next. That's uh, a star player, and they're up against your Panthers. You've got mixed feelings about this. I we'll have. catch up with him soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Suncorp supporting Queenslanders. That's the Suncorp spirit. Best song ever. You know that's not the the real South Sydney song. Don't ruin it. Okay, I'm just just trying to educate you on the history of South. Junior Tola knows it. He might be able to. uh, He might be. Did you know that, Junior? Sats is saying that that's not the real South song. Isn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, the boys around the bar, the one you sing after the game. The boys are. Oh, it's not. It's not the actual song. No, the one that you sing after the game is the real. Is the real song. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. That's, that's How does that one go, yeah. Junior? You want to give us a rendition of "Boys Around the Bar"? Can that go on radio, boys? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, we'll probably leave that till after the game. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah, a good yeah. idea. Good idea. How are you feeling, mate? Just a couple of days out from uh, from a, a big game, a grand final qualifier. So they only get one bigger than this. Uh, how are you? And how's the how's yeah, the group? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm pretty good at the moment. I'm pretty relaxed. Um, yeah, the group's pretty good. Um, we've had a pretty good day yesterday um, at training. Uh, we had a pretty solid run there. and um, Yeah, we'll take a lot of confidence from our training run into um, the game on Saturday. And, and a lot of confidence from the way you've been playing as a group. Three good wins, big wins uh, somewhat lately. Yeah, yeah. Um, you expect this one to be a bit tighter, though, against Penrith? Yeah, definitely. Um, Penrith, obviously, they're... They've been playing really well this year, and um, I think they've um, they have the best defense in the competition. So um, it's going to be yeah pretty close, like you said, and um, going to be a real tough game. So looking forward to that. You coach Wayne Bennett. Everyone's always intrigued to to hear what's going through his mind or try and read his uh, mind, Junior. Is it fair to say that his uh, his game plan for the team, but most importantly you as a front row, is is pretty simple? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think for the whole team, yeah, he keeps it pretty simple for everyone. Um, but yeah, for someone like myself in the front row, yeah, he keeps it keeps it very simple. It's just uh, to run hard and compete in everything. So um, yeah, I think it's really helped my game a lot. Um, just not overthinking things um, in the game because I guess when I start overthinking things, um, yeah, I start doing some silly things. So. I, you know, I think you're one of the form front rowers in the comp. I think you've had an outstanding season and been the real pillar of that, that forward park, pack yourself. Where have you found the major improvements in your game if you go back 12 months to where you are now? 
Um, I guess um, just like what you guys said, I think um, Wayne having that, that impact on myself um, with keeping things simple, um, I think that's where it's um, really taken my game to a whole new level. Um, I think just in the past, I've, I've over over um, overthinking a lot of things before I go into the game, and um, yeah, every time before we're about to go out to kick off, he so he's always reminding me to just keep things simple, and um, yeah, I think it's really helped me. So yeah, apparently, you know, the, hearing the word that you're you're in the frame or as a as a Blues hopeful, certainly a chance of the uh, the train on squad and and get into that uh, that origin. But I know you you don't want to think about that at the moment. But, gee, there's a couple of other players that have impressed me that might be playing state of origin. Um, Jaden Sewer, has he, yep. has he surprised you just how far his game's come in the last 12 months? That that aggression on that right edge is, is outstanding. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I guess it doesn't really surprise me. Um, I, I played with Sewer in the Junior Kangaroos, and um, I, I, I know how he plays, and, and that's him, so... Um, yeah, I guess it hasn't really surprised me. He's a, he's a really aggressive player when he plays, and um, yeah, it's really helping the boys out there when, when we're out on the field because um, it just lifts everyone's energy and um, yeah, it gets everyone going. So yeah, yeah, you, you played with some of the uh, the Panthers boys in the Junior Kangaroos too, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a couple of boys there. Yeah. So so how was that? You know, do you have a still have a good relationship with? I've read Nathan Cleary, Dylan Edwards. Um, Tyrone May, do you still have a, a bit of a catch yep. up with them? Um, no, I haven't really caught up with them um, in a while, actually. But um, yeah, we're still we're still sort of friends. Um, you know, stay in contact on social media and stuff. So, um, but yeah, just yeah, really looking forward to the contest this weekend against them, and um, yeah, just trying to get that grand final spot. That's that's the main thing. I reckon you'll catch up with Nathan Cleary about two seconds after he puts one of those kicks up. I reckon that's when you'll catch up with him. Hey, um, what do you make of uh, what do you make of Cody Walker's form at the moment? Oh, brilliant! Um, he's he's been playing out of his skin every week, um, as you, as you guys have been watching. And um, yeah, I guess you know um, I see it every day at training, so it doesn't really surprise me. But um, yeah, he's he's always working on his game every day at training, and um, it's obviously showing in the game. So yeah, I'm really happy for Cody and. Um, yeah, he's just playing out of his skin, and um, I actually can't believe some of the stuff he does on the field. So, um, yeah, sometimes I have the best seat just watching him on the field, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. So, yeah, it's refreshing to watch. Now, can you paint a picture for for us? And, and it might be just a myth, Junior, but I've heard some stories that after the game, when you go in as a team and you're sitting down and you're expecting Wayne to give you this post game speech about what you did right and what you did wrong, where there's some games where he he won't even say anything. He'll just he'll get up and just walk out, and everyone will just go about their business. Is, is that is that true? Um, yeah, I think I can recall a couple of games where he's um, pretty much just said, "Boys, just have a shower, and, and I'll see you um, on Monday." So, um, yeah, even um, a couple of games where we won, he just said, "Enjoy the win, boys, and um, see you on Monday." So, yeah, it's, it, I think it's kind of surprised a few boys, but um, yeah. Yeah, so old you've got a bit of, uh, you know, a bit to go before the game Saturday night. Captain's run tomorrow, um, which is always yep. important. But the game tomorrow night, Storm and Raiders, the other team's trying to qualify for the grand final. Will you watch that? Will yep. you, are you one of the a player that watches it? Or does, does, does the team get together to watch that? Um, no, I don't think the team will get together to watch it. But um, I guess it's, um, you know, everyone, I think, I guess most of the boys will watch it. I mean... 
um, it's you know it's a prelim game, so um, I think the boys are pretty interested in in who gets through for that game. But um, yeah, as for myself, I mean, I like to watch footy, but um, I'll probably watch the first ten minutes and then um, probably play some PlayStation or something just to get my mind <laughs> off rugby league. So um, yeah, I don't I don't really want to get caught up too much in in um, you know the prelim finals and 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 watching a lot of rugby league, but um, well, yeah, so. For front rowers, the first 10 minutes is probably the best part, isn't it? Where it's just smash them up the middle. That first 10 minutes of your game Saturday night is, is so important against that really aggressive, big Panthers forward pack, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's massive, um, the first 10 minutes, exactly like you just, you just mentioned. So, um, yeah, we're, we're all going to have to come out um, at the start of that game, and especially because we haven't really been starting too well in our in our semi-final games, so... Um, it's going to be um, really massive coming in this weekend. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. How do you get over those slow starts? I mean, how do you change the focus to make sure that you know, your first five, six, seven minutes is completely different to the way you've started over recent weeks? Yeah, um, I think it, it comes down to, um, I guess, completing our, our, our sets. If we, if we do get the kickoff, um, I remember one game we, we didn't complete our first set off the kickoff, which... Which kind of hurt us against the Knights, and they got off to an early lead there. So, uh, but yeah, I guess it's just um, you know get get all the forwards the touch in the in the in the first set, and um, yeah, just go from there pretty much. Well, Junior, we uh, we do appreciate you joining us. Here's the song again. You might have gathered <laughs> Thanks, our producer Woogie is a massive South Sydney fan, and uh, slight fan, yeah. And South Sats is, of course, is uh, he's just. He's, he's got a bit of Rabideau's blood flowing through his veins yeah, and but, a bit of Penrith as well. But he's, <laughs> Junior, he's going for the Panthers tomorrow night. His dad was a legend of the club. Yeah, won a premiership with Panthers, huh. don't have a Panthers tattoo, grew up with bunnies and I've got Rabideau's tattoo on my hip. How do you figure that? That's weird. Yeah. And you're going for the Panthers. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, go- I'm looking for a good game. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Junior, for your sake, we hope they're playing the song afterwards on uh, late on Saturday night, mate. Thanks so much for joining us on, yeah, on Sports Day. Yeah, sweet. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Time for a break. Thanks to Kia and Suncorp on Sports Day. We'll get to our hot topic next. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Suncorp supporting Queenslanders. That's the Suncorp spirit. Now, Hot Topic time. Yeah, for Pharmacy Sleep Services, test yourself for sleep apnea. We got a few here we're tossing around. We are going to do our, our tips, actually, for... Uh, for this upcoming game, you were going to play. Uh, oh no, you were going to be Craig Bellamy. Yep. I'm going to do Ricky Stewart. Mm. And uh, do you want to play that game still? Where yep. you you tell me what what are your tactics so I can then come up with mine for Friday night. I'm not telling you now, am I? Well, well no, you don't. I'll have tell to. you what. Just sorry to go off topic here a bit, Badge, but I was watching. I don't know what just came into my mind, but I was watching a repeat of Andrew Voss's show, The Fan, mm. on Fox Sports last night when I got home, and they showed some footage of Steve Rogers. What a star. I think a lot of people forget how great he was. The Prince of Sanders. So balanced. What a mm. balanced he was. Yeah, beautiful mover. Oh. Brett Kenny, similar 
similar boat, I think, similar mould. But yeah, Steve Rogers was our saying. Well, let's just let's just give you our tips for tomorrow night and for Saturday in the uh, the big NRL games. I'm actually uh, I'm tipping an upset, of course, with the Raiders over the Melbourne Storm, mm-hmm. and they have. I don't think there'll be much between them because they have managed to get over the top of the storm plenty of times recently, including the um, finals last year. Was that the grand final qualifier? It was the grand final qualifier last year, wasn't it? They beat them down in Melbourne. The fireworks fiasco when Mm. BJ Lalil got a firework in his eye. That's right. Yep. That's right. Okay. And can you see a storm win? Yeah, I, I see a storm win because even though they play a really structured style of footy, I can they they're really good at playing outside the box, playing a little bit with a little bit more creativity as well. And yeah, it goes without saying when you've got the greatest player that's possibly the greatest player that's ever played the game uh, at the back end of the season. They're so used to playing this style of rugby league. I feel as though the week off for Melbourne is a good thing and a bad thing. There's a lot of players that didn't play in round twenty, mm. then they go and play a qualifying final. And then they have another week off. But we know that Craig Bellamy would have had them fit and ready. He wouldn't have let them relax over the week that they had off for the weekend. He, he, would, have had sure. them, he would have had them battled hard. And so they've got a few older players. So I feel as though the week off for the Melbourne Storm. And funnily enough, Badge, I know they've been doing it all year. The travel arrangements for the Canberra Raiders are not ideal. I know they've been doing it. They've been catching buses to Campbelltown early on in the year on game day for a lot of weeks. And... And they're used to travel, but this is different. There's more at stake. But it, you know, it's only going to be an excuse. Yeah. If they want it to, to play, out all that you way. need is three or four players that feel as though that you know what, I'm a little bit lethargic, I'm a little bit flat because this, you know, because of what's happened today Once with our again, travel arrangements. That's an excuse, right? Yeah, it is. A reason Absolutely, for you to, uh, it is. To, to get us. Well, hey, potentially Cameron Smith's last ever game. We Outside still don't know that if they lost uh, mm-hmm. his last ever game. And you just said it. Is is he going to go down as the the best ever? On weight of games that he's played for yeah. for his country, his state, um, his club, everything else, he's, set, he's had you know, all I, those I, records, goal kicking records. Is he going to be the greatest player ever? No, because he hasn't got a Clive Churchill medal. There you go. All no, right. no, so I, he has to win this week and next week and get yeah. Clive Churchill. In all seriousness, you. yeah, a lot of people say arguably he's the greatest player ever. I think it gets to the stage where it's unarguably the greatest player ever. When you look at his overall record and the effect that he's had on the overall game. As well, we, I, I think we'll know until a few years' time when we mm. look back, reflect on. That's why they always wait. I think it's five years until you can become an immortal. Yep. But you know, so we're talking about Wally Lewis. We're talking about Bob Fulton, Graham. Lamons, I mean, we haven't seen a captain. Clive coach Churchill, Andrew Johns, Mel Meninga. I think Wally's the last captain coach in nineteen ninety two from memory. Yep. Cam's not going to do that. No, no, he's not. But many believe that he he could be a captain coach. Now, there's so much that goes with coaching an NRL team now, but on pure instincts and also the ability to um, to massage a team um, both on and off the field, I reckon he could do it. No, oh, no, but you'd never know until it happens. Really, mm. it's a, it's, a, it's a difficult assignment. You wouldn't wouldn't be able to do it. I think now. Uh, and before we get to the break, sets the the uh, the Panthers hosting the Rabbitohs. Can your mob continue on their golden run, the Penrith Panthers. I, th- I think they can. The first 10 or 15 minutes are going to be really interesting. A, a young group of players that are, just want to continue on adrenaline and, and didn't have to do anything last week. And being isolated in their homes, how are they going to handle that first 10 or 15 minutes? You just got to be. Plenty of Rabbitohs fans are very confident the way yeah. they've been going and coming back think, from deficit last week. I think week. Penrith win, but. Yeah, I They've think been it's too gonna polished. Be, I don't think there's going to be too much in it at all, and I'm I'm really struggling to uh, pick one. So there I, you go. I, I can't see Penrith see, leaking. I can't see Penrith 
allowing South to score as many points as they did, like Parramatta yeah. did. Well, yeah. push for a tip. Too good. I'm on the Panthers. Yep. So Raiders Panthers grand final for me. We'll see how that one plays out. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all new Kia Sorento has landed, and SunCorp supporting Queenslanders. That's the SunCorp spirit. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.